So you'll gladly be able to chime in without even without even like a hesitation. I bet. Well, welcome to the If yeah. You Know You Know podcast with your host Rashad and your host. Vlad, if you know, <laughs> young, if you know, young demo, oh, demo in the building. If you know, you make me feel just like a kid. All right, you're the my fault, my fault. I'm gonna sing. I've been singing all day today, man. Son, introduce yourself to the listeners. Be like, yo, it's young. Oh, demo. I didn't know it was recording, nigga. Yeah, I said we're recording. Just... Nah, you just be hitting record when you know you're trying to catch me sounding crazy, man. Come on, son. Okay, I'm not even on my professional well, nobody, shit. I'm on my home shit. Nobody wants oh, I don't even want to hear you singing to me. So, the fuck you talking about? Let me do what black people do in America, real quick. <clears throat> Hello, this is Vladimir Just, and welcome to the If You Know You Know podcast, where your host Rashad and your host Vlad. I'm going to give you some smash information and collective quality content. Wow, that's great, Vladimir. Yeah, you know what's actually amazing? What? Being black, having a job in America, and not having to do what I just did. I was oh, joking just now. I don't even cold, have to do that no Cold more. switching? Yeah, I don't have to do that no more. I can be myself. It's a beautiful feeling. That's a quality feeling. Well, I forgot. To be yourself. That's a big ass. And be a paid accordingly that's a big ass topic and um we had spoke about it i forgot where it was brought up where it was really big about like what that the whole successful black community is doing that yeah like like when people say oh i'm a, i'm myself at work and like understand somebody said like understand your black co-workers are not they are not like this at home they're oh. dying to be themselves <laughs> yeah when like, they get home they just they unzip the fake them and just fucking start wilding. <laughs> yeah, like when like, you when you leave this job, you're not the same person. I know I'm not. It's like if people walk in the door and they open that door, they'd be like, "Nigga, <laughs> oh, how that in for a minute?" <laughs> yeah, that's bad, funny. Nah, nah I'm fucking playing. Nah, but for real, a lot of people, a lot of people have to suppress their 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 selves while they're in their professional settings, which is actually the right thing to do. You do have to act accordingly in any setting you're in you're not going to go to a funeral wearing bright pink but that don't mean you don't like the color pink you just got to act accordingly so i get it but we in our other hand the only thing i don't like is I, this is something that i said a long time ago but this is just you know how my mind is Rashad. i just be getting upset about things that are really not that serious i used to one time i was at work this was back in like 2009 mm. is when i worked at chase right and like they have this like playlist of music playing and it's classic rock. And then you go to like another establishment and then they have this playlist of music playing and it's classic rock in almost every like generic environment, like a bank or an elevator, whatever, some shit that's like generic. Mm -hmm. I realized it's always classic rock playing. And I'm like, yo, nigga, when the fuck did I sign off to only <laughs> wanting to fuck with classic rock and fucking play? I never agreed to that. Like, no, I don't fuck with this music. I don't listen to it. I want to fuck with this. Like, why why, why can't I be in an environment like a bank or wherever and hear some shit I like too, not just the shit that old white people like? Fuck out of here. I don't want to hear 80s rock every time I go into a, a public establishment or whatever. So, no, nah, you're right. That's all, that's all, that's all embedded in that. Like, we have to always adjust to that. And it's like, right now, I'm, I'm blessed to say I work in an environment where I'm embraced based on my work ethic based on results and that's what matters not not my not my culture and 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 me trying to be white and trying to impress anybody it could just be me so that's cool that's how it should be but <clears throat> obviously you know we have a long way of like until we get there and shit so 
you know. We getting there though. Now, now we are getting there. It, it's coming. It's coming. I could have just moved to Atlanta. Good. That's all I had to do. The Black Mecca, you know, such a beautiful city, man. A lot of history. Yes, sir. But yo, yo, yo. First and foremost, most importantly, most definitely, and most necessary. Happy Mother's Day to all the mother listeners we got out there. Yeah. I want to shout y'all out. I want to say y'all are amazing. I want to say that I have one of the best mothers around me at all times. So I'm blessed and I'm lucky and I see what it's like to be a great mom right off firsthand. And I mean, shout out to Elizabeth. She does that shit like she's been doing it for 10 years. She probably got some of the other kids I don't know about because she definitely got practice. <laughs> she got practice because she do this shit too easily. It's nothing for her. Or really nothing for most moms, so maybe I'm just recognizing that. And um, yeah, shout out to y'all. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to your mother too, Rashad. Oh, and my mom, my mom's the goat. She, 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 you can't, you can't make me and not have some talent. You feel me? Can't do that. <laughs> can't do that. Nah, that's what's up. Yeah, man. You know, Mother's Day was cool. You know, did a lot. I did stuff, stuff for my mom and stuff, and wish everybody a happy Mother's Day. But um. Yeah, man. Uh, we're in another week, another you know, another week of the quarantine. Um, some regions in New York are gonna open up soon, but listen, we still just making our way forward and stuff, and just trying to. Yo, what's up? Yo, you know what I realized? That's mad funny right now. I go the world. Oh man, I swear to God, something must have happened. I told you this whole shit upside down. So, Trump supporters is mad confused right now because. I don't know if you realize it, but there's a lot of there's a lot of like people who usually be on everything Trump say. That's like, nah, I'm wearing a mask. Like, nah, I'm not with this. I'm not with this. I'm just seeing a lot of like the lines are just being drawn in places where they weren't drawn before. And it's like, okay, I see what y'all see. Y'all, y'all trying to y'all trying to make some sense of things now. But because... I think I think <clears throat> I think we got to start opening up a little bit though, only because not yet though. I'm saying like in a couple months, if this shit is still like this. Like not like this, but if it's not if it's a little bit better, no. If it's a little bit better, you gotta write it out longer because that means it's working. So I don't know. Okay. I mean, but it is it is working. If you look at New York and how we handle it, like and listen, it was rough fucking everywhere. But yeah, we was averaging like fucking like so. If you were looking at the death rate, yo, bro, like six hundred over six hundred people a day were dying for a consistent like for a consistent three weeks. That's a lot of fucking people dying from one thing. So, like, that that's why it's, like, so detrimental. And you hear all these other states, like, if you if you think about it, look, from, from March, let's say March 14th to April, April 20th, bro, there was, like, 600 people a day dying from COVID. Like, so, like, yeah. and now it's down to, I think, today when I saw it on Twitter, it was, like, 314 people. So, like it's good that it's really going down from there, but like it has to get a little bit lower. Um, the good thing is that, you know, a lot of people can get tested now for the antibody and the regular COVID test. So that's good. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody wants to get it, but the Trump supporters, it's just like, yo, listen, if, if you truly wholeheartedly believe all this shit, then go out there, sign a, sign a fucking, um, you know, legal document saying that if I get sick, I I cannot I'm not going to the hospital or anything to take up a bed because I voluntarily did this. 
So I don't know if you're aware of this, right? But I don't think a lot of people are because I don't, you know, the news has so much going on. It's hard to keep up with everything. But there's seven tests, seven seven qualifications that determine whether or not your state can reopen, and that's what they're basing well, that, that's whether only, or not states that's, reopen on. That's only for New York, though. No, it's not for New. It's not just for New York. It's for it's for it's for all the states because they just said that two states. I'll tell you what, two states, but they just said two states are allowed to open because they passed all seven of the tests. I think it's um. Fuck, I was just talking about this earlier today. A lot of the governors, I'm saying, a lot of the governors banded together to like, um, like the Northeast region states. They banded together to um, determining how they would reopen in unison. But at the same time, the like that those are New York's metrics, and every every it's sort of the same structure, but everyone has a little bit of tweak on it. But Listen, man, it's still good. The the northern I forgot which region, but it's upstate. They're opening soon. They're opening yeah, uh, Friday. Well, five out of seven. New York, New York is um. So I'll tell you what they are. Right, I'm just gonna read off real quick what the seven um qualifications are. So, decline in COVID nineteen hospitalization is one. Decline in hospital deaths is two. I'm, there's more to it than that. No, I know read. that. I'm it's an infection rate. Yeah, yeah. New COVID-19 hospitalizations. So that just means fewer than two new daily coronavirus hospitalizations for every 100,000 residents. That was number three. Number four is hospital beds. There's a percentage that they want to see available. ICU beds is a percentage. That's number number five, ICU beds. Number six is testing. Number seven is contact tracers. And every number I'm naming, just so you know, it's just there's more in, within it. I'm just explaining the quick little synopsis of it. But yeah. basically, those are the seven things that have to be met within a certain tier and qualifications within them for the states to be allowed to reopen. And apparently, um, New York has met five out of seven. Certain counties is a county, but it's a region. No, it's a region no, upstate, by region. Like you said. No, upstate, like you said. Yeah, not here. Not downstate. No, no. Just I, in, the, in, the, in the counties you mentioned. There's a region. There's a region opening on Friday because they met the criteria. Like Nas- mm-hmm. Nassau met five out of the seven. The Finger Lakes is opening, by the way. Yeah, Finger Lake region, which is like between Long Island is five. Long Island is five out of seven. Yeah. That, and by the way, that doesn't mean they're reopening fully. That's just so you can go to. That's just to get out of phase one of this process. Yeah, for of sure. This, of this pandemic. So I mean, keep your heads up out there, yo. <laughs> one thing I noticed. One thing I noticed. I always go back to to the blockbuster example. Blockbuster is stupid as hell in my opinion, for letting a company like Netflix that doesn't even exist take over in a world that they should have been able to foresee coming, but they neglected it. And I feel like movie theaters have somewhat done the same thing, right, in this exact moment. Like, yeah, yeah, like what are y'all doing? Y'all got to think and move. Like, I was just saying this to somebody the other day, and then I found out that somebody already might have tried this, but AMC is about to go out of business, and somebody they're about to get bought out by a big company. Um, why hasn't AMC, almost all movie theaters that I've been to at least have huge ass parking lots. I mean, like big ass parking, not the ones obviously in cities, but the ones in like more less city like areas have huge parking lots. Why haven't they tried to set up drive-in theater back? If you would have brought back the drive-in movie theater, you think niggas wouldn't have gone. Niggas is bored as hell home right now. Everybody would have paid $10. Y'all could have did a drive-in theater, had one little ticket booth process everybody by taking a half driving movies that could have at least collected some revenue but no niggas want to just do not think out the box to me i think it was a no-brainer to do that 
can't cost that much. These niggas, we have concerts all the time where they set up huge screens. You think a movie theater company can't just set up a huge screen and play certain select movies at certain times and certain locations and at least create some revenue to me, in my opinion, that's them not not making moves. What do you think about that? So I think now it's easy for for everybody to be like, oh, you should have made and converted your parking lots into drive-in theaters, but at the same time, that sounds good, but everybody don't do that. Everybody, like, you know, there are driving theaters in certain places, but the matter of the fact is, everybody wasn't doing No, I mean AMC. That. But I'm I saying... I mean a company like of that magnitude. AMC, you know, because they have a high overhead. Like, they, you know, they have a high overhead depending on their locations, depending on what, you know, they're doing. Like, you have the... Their financial structure, you have to bring... You have to see it. But at the same time... Oh, they're bred hella bread for concessions. They did revamp all their theaters to have, or well, majority of their theaters to have um, the reclining seats and ordering drinks to your seat. All right, all so create a revenue, bro. But, they could have had a drive up. You could have drove up, got your ticket. Yeah, and, hey, but you look, want a popcorn too. That That's shit is. But I'm saying that shit is cool now. But like you, you weren't so ever. You have never mentioned of a driving theater right now, and at the same time of everybody not wanting to be outside right now. Mad people are reluctant to just go sit in their car, burn gas, not not making money, and sit outside and go pay for a movie and go pay for a movie. But Rashad, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I worked for corporate for a company. We have a lot of meetings, a lot of sit downs, a lot of conversations, a lot of thoughts, and a lot of planning and a lot of a lot of attacking. If I worked for a corporate company of uh, a movie theater, this would have came to my mind extremely immediately. Probably the one day we sat down and brainstormed. This would came to my mind with less than an hour For of sure. thinking. I'm, like, I'm this sure, isn't even rocket science. I'm sure it would have, but not in the same time when everyone is shutting down. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, it's easy to say that now, but it's, it wasn't easy in the beginning because their revenue model clearly was working for them until... You know, you had to pay rent on the places that you couldn't even operate. Then, at the same time, you're not even you're not even mentioning the fact that Universal sidestepped them and then went straight from production. They basically pulled the Netflix straight from their production studio studio to the world to stream a movie. So then, now that also takes out of their revenue because you can no longer, you know. Um, like think about it. Netflix was already doing that with their own shit, but they were doing it on a, like they they're growing. But now think about movie theaters as a whole. If I don't have to fucking take my movie, uh, market it to get people to go to the movie theaters and then pay you like you have to pay for the license for the movie and all that stuff. If I can sidestep you and go straight to customers, then I really don't know. No, so that no, I feel that I feel that and I get that. that but Rashad, don't you think that if if Deer Park Outlet right now, the parking lot, that huge ass parking lot, you don't think if it was put up, if it was filled with three movies, you don't think that shit would be super fucking packed because niggas is bored as hell and want to go anywhere they can. No, for sure. I believe you. I do think it would be packed, but at the same time, like, that's easy to say now. That wasn't easy to say up front because where was everybody who was, no, who was saying that? Right. That's what I'm saying. Where's everyone right. who's saying that uh, now? Where were they before? You're right. I can see how that, even if they did it now, it would still work. Like they had all this time, like it would still work right now. They could do it today. They could do it tomorrow. And guess what? We're gonna be at the movies. You know, mad sixteen year olds, seventeen year olds, eighteen year olds, nineteen year olds, twenty year olds, twenty one year olds, twenty two year olds, all doing drive movie theaters. 
because and and old people have something to do a little early day because they're in their own car and that's it. Not for real. Like, listen, I think it would be a great idea. I just don't think that we have the capacity or these companies have the bandwidth to do so right now. Like, if somebody at the inception, I mean, even then you weren't doing it because of the risk was so high. Like the risk, the risk was so high of you know nobody wanted to be outside, nobody wanted to be next to people. Like so. What do you mean? Now look, now it's okay to be like, okay, I'm in my car. I'm watching a movie. Like I can sit in the parking lot next to somebody with my mask. I got all this stuff. Before people didn't have people weren't fully uh, protected, clothed. They didn't really know about the virus. They didn't comprehend a lot of the stuff. Unless you did your research about the virus early on, then a lot of people were just fucking ignorant to it. Because True. because even the people who oh this shit's not serious, they fucking walk around with masks now. Because yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's true. So you could you you can't come in no store without no mask now, like you know. So all type of shit. So it, it, there's multiple factors, but like AMC has to think of doing something because it's in a dying industry. Like, look, Netflix revolutionized the blockbuster industry and ended up putting them out of business. Now, like they're on the forefront. That whoever leads their marketing and leads their you know, projects moving forward is one of the most innovative people out there because you bankrupt uh, Blockbuster. And what was the other one? Hollywood movies and all that shit. Yeah, Hollywood video. Yeah. And then now you're bankrupting movie theaters because I don't have to, I can just go from my production, my production studio straight to users. I don't have to go through a middleman that is a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And then, like, look at the, matter of fact, the perfect example is The Irishman. Like, granted, Netflix had their content before them, but not a major movie like that. Like with De Niro, Pacino, and Danny DeVito, not Danny DeVito, uh, Joe Pesci, mm-hmm. straight to production. Like, straight, bam, it's Friday. Oh, I can watch it on Netflix. Because that's what that's where the bag is now. Yeah. But that's my point. Like, look at look at how they structured their business to be able to go from their production studios straight to consumer and now I've cut out the movie theater like you didn't have to go to the movie theater back in the day we used to sit here and be like yo son I can't wait Friday it's gonna be lit we going to the movie theater or like cause remember look at the release date it used to be Friday night crazy everybody's at the movie theater then then in the high school days our high school days it started to peak like oh you can catch the Thursday at 12 o'clock and because it's technically Friday, and then watch it, and then at that, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then if you paid attention, like even in recent years, it slowly went to it's coming out Friday, but Thursday night at nine o'clock, there's a show for it. So like it's slowly been like easing back, easing back, and like you know that's just as a result of the movie theaters dying as a business, and now, shit, Netflix is out here. Netflix is out here for TV too. Do you watch? Do you watch? Um. They TV, they got TV show. They TV shows always was been attractive, like what's attracting me. But now their movies has gotten better because they used to have the stupidest fucking movies in the world in Netflix. Yeah. Um because somebody invested. Always been right. But look, Disney, yeah. Disney took Disney's like, oh fuck, look at Netflix. Take my they shit doing. back. No, take my then, shit back. Yeah, but they can't fuck with Netflix <laughs> for certain things. Then look, then uh, then you got a uh, uh, what's it called? Apple trying to get into the content. Like everybody's in Netflix bag now. And they land. Yeah, and I knew, and niggas thought Disney was gonna take Apple, um, take Netflix out, but I never agreed because, because the way Netflix is winning is not 
just with already made content. Like Disney's only got shit we already saw. Yeah. What does Disney? What does Disney have that popping that we ain't already saw? Nothing. Like they're building off of, wanna, all of their old series. Like the classics, man, like the Mandalorian was is good, but it's built off of Star Wars. And it's only so many times I could watch, you know, those Disney, those Disney related content. Even if, even if like, there's only so many times you even watch the Avengers. But back to Netflix though, and TV shows. Do you watch Black as Fuck? I've seen a couple episodes. I think I watched three. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta get through it because it's, it's a really quality show, and you'd like it if you if you got through it. But but did you see the back? Did you hear about the backlash that was coming from? The people that annoy me probably one of the top five people that annoy me the most as far as groups of people. Black <laughs> when, when black people are to attack black people and say dumb shit. Yeah, I, Did I you saw, see that? I saw something about it. But the one thing that I did see and like I, this is before I saw the show. Oh no, this is after I saw the show and I saw three episodes. And it pointed out another like so you had black black as fuck and then you had another show and then they brought in everybody hates Chris and they said to the two shows black as fuck he said these are shows of everybody trying to act black and then everybody hates Chris was just a show of them being being black and being themselves like they didn't have to like they in the script what do you mean you know I'm not catching like in the script in black as fuck they're like trying to um. Accentuate their blackness, you know what I'm saying? Versus everybody hates Chris. They were just being themselves, which was being black. Like black as fuck is trying to show you that oh yeah we're black and we're you know like even though I'm rich I'm still connected and even so I'm rich uh, even though I'm rich I guess uh-huh. you know what I'm saying where uh-huh. everyone uh-huh. hates everybody hates Chris was now nah, we're just we were just being ourselves. In the no, script. I, under- I understand what I understand what you're saying. About I'm just saying that I, just I, I saw that. I don't understand what's wrong. No, I'm just I'm just saying, like, just in the way that it was structured, because I think it was going falling in line with what you were about to say about the people that said that they didn't like the show. My nigga, I have a newsflash to make the black people who are, I guess, so maybe have felt offended in their lives because they're dark skin, and I'm dark. I mean, I'm a dark skin nigga. Um, <laughs> light skin black people are black too. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. So you can't. If I'm a fucking director or a producer, mind you, I'm not even gonna go to the I'm not even gonna go to the fact that his family is like and people already know that now. So they that whole this whole thing is probably just done even stupid to even bring up because they already were made dumb once they found out that their characters actually are exactly what his real family looks like. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, if I'm filming something and I want to put light skin in my shit, it's my shit and that's what I want to do. For sure. And that's it, nigga. That doesn't mean I'm racist. That doesn't mean I'm trying to play dark skin people. No, that's that's what I'm doing. Now, y'all sound now they always trying to pull that anti dark skin card, and a lot of times it's not even accurate. Like, no, some people do do that. Some people do have that self hate, self dark hate energy. I'll name one person who made a comment that they did get mad about that they were right about that side. That Kodak Black comment. I don't know if you know what it was, but a while ago he made a comment. About dark skin girls, and it was like, oh, that's that, that's that self hate, um, anti dark shit, and I was like, all right, that was accurate, but this is not one of those times. Like, yo, these people, like these people, have put black people on a map way more than your negative and stupid comments could ever have as far as power and 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 impact. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to shit on people who actually care more about you than you care about black people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. What are you talking about? Like he's presenting in my eyes. He's presenting 
this show, all the shows he's made, actually, even even Blackish. You see how Anthony Anderson was pre- pre- presented in that. He wasn't a mailman or some whack guy. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Well, I want to say some whack guy's job. He's not a mailman or some typical job. He was in a position where you don't normally see them put black men in regular TV shows as far as what the father's job is going to be. And he did that. And then him, and even in his own shows, all the all the all the person, all the like characters you, that you mentioned that are like trying to act black, they're trying to act black, but it's very it's more deeper than that. It's like it's not that they're trying to act black; they are black. It's just that they're trying to remain in their in culturally black with because now they have money and they're going to be judged and personified in the exact way that these dark skinned people have already taken that and tried to manipulate it as, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly what they were doing, is it, it still happened. And he, he he responded. He didn't even have to respond, but he already explained in the show, he's the type of person where he sees shit and he responds to it. He actually had that episode, right? Check this out, Rashad. There's an episode. It's probably the most clever episode in the show. It's him and Tyler Perry in the episode. And he admires Tyler Perry because Tyler Perry can be black, be black, and just be black, and that's it. And he don't care. He's not trying to impress white people. He's not trying to get Grammys, or I mean, he's not trying to get fucking Oscars or anything like that. He doesn't care about them because Tyler Perry's like, my nigga, that's not for me. I make I make product for my people, and my people will like it and respect it and love it, and that's that. I don't need all those white 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 rewards. And then Kenya plays the role. Obviously, he's acting, so he probably doesn't really feel this way, but he's playing the role like, oh, like I spend so much time trying to impress these people but you have the ability to just be like fuck it i don't care i'm just doing this shit for me i don't know to me i think it's a mindset that more people need that's why i thought that episode was smart and it was clever he's a good writer kenya's a kenya's a good writer he's a great writer not like od i'm I'm not knocking him at all like i i don't share those sentiments like i thought like you know i'm one last comment one last comment i'll let you go off you know what pisses me off about that i watch tv when i watch shows especially a show like that I'm super aware and super like acknowledging the writing, the clever, smart, skillful writing and all his work and all his work that Kenya, that Kenya man can write like no other. His work is amazing. So how do I watch the show? And then I see black people commenting on skin color but and then, tone. But then, like, you know how annoying that is to me? Monica? Like you... that's what y'all noticing. Like what? Come on, son. But, that shit is mad. Like, come on. That's like, that's the, like, that's like, go ahead, my fault, my fault. No, I'm just saying, but you have to understand, like, depth, like, depth. Like, a lot of people don't have depth so to understand, or, you know, like, they just see stuff on the surface layer, but they don't have the ability to dig, to see behind the, the fog. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but where you can see and appreciate the writing and what he's playing on. And not get caught up. Like, you're not getting caught up on on the bullshit. You're like, oh, no, I see what you're really doing. Yeah, that's fucking dope. Yeah, some that's clever what, shit going on of, in there. A lot of people don't have that I'm talking that about fucking skill. darkness of the skin color. When it says family skin, this is entire... Like, come on. Y'all can't believe thinking but, about and recognizing. Like, that would bother me. Like, if I'm a writer and I'm out here making some shit, and, I'm, and I want my people to appreciate it, and then they talk about this shit, I would look at y'all like, that nigga serious? That's what y'all talking about? Like, I'm talking about... I'm trying to show y'all something that's really valuable and has some quality to it. An art a art form. And y'all over here not appreciating the art because y'all want to talk about complexion. Come on. 
Yeah, but a lot, I mean, a lot of people don't have that skill. A lot of people like you. I th- I think you're falling into not falling into the trap, but like yo. A lot education is a privilege in this country, and a lot of people aren't educated at the same exact level. A lot of people lack intelligence, like you're seeing it. Like, remember in the early days of Facebook when you would see people that, let's say you know them, you're cool with them, like you have a decent rapport with them, but you you truly don't rock with them to know enough of them. And then you see them post like a dumbass, ignorant tweet, and you're like, oh, Okay, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> and, and then like you continue like so you see it sparingly and they like yo this person really isn't educated, or this person is really ignorant because they just don't understand they don't experience stuff they don't know like so like the one of the most ignorant statements and you know one of the most ignorant statements and mis mis uh misconstrued things is thinking that most black people black people or uh you know or the mo- or the majority of the people that are on welfare and social services yeah yeah like, yeah 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 that but a lot of people don't know that though but that's, that's, not, that's but, not accurate it's kind of cool that, that that people don't know that but no it's not don't know the truth it, about that. it's not cool it's like well like when people <laughs> like well you're a fucking dumbass like first do you think that they would create a system that benefits a majority of just black people no because everything in this country has been set up systemically to disenfranchise black people and we're the minority of people yeah it's like it's like really that's a really that's i don't know i just think it's i mean it's cool i just think it's funny and ironic that people walk around the world and they will literally say we're not giving you minorities handouts no more welfare is handout they'll start their rent it's like my nigga that's not that's not for us like uh that's for you you think they would really (laughs) fucking do all this for 12% 12% of us? Nah, come on. No, nah, that's it. That's it funny. People that's are, it funny. People are just legit dumb, man. Like, that shit is... Like, sometimes you just gotta sit there and be like, yo, how the fuck could this person be so dumb? And that's you why... Know, you... I just see people... That's true. That's true. And you gotta see it in a different light. Like, I see people in a different light, and even though little things sometimes work me up, because... I'm thinking and I'm appreciating or, or absorbing information. I realize, you know what, everybody's not, everybody's not like that. That's kind of a gift and a curse that I have. I'm so aware of everything that it's like I can't. Sometimes I feel like I can't just do shit passively because I'm so aware that now nah, that's dumb or not that smart or not that's or not that's like oh no that's Same. not that's not what you should do. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a gift and a curse. Like I know it's not. I know it's dumb or I know it's corny. Or I know it's whack. But like, damn! If I just didn't know, I just would have did it, and I would have had a good time doing it. Yep, but like, <laughs> that's the gift and the curse of being aware of certain things, and then it's just like you have to you do your do you do your job of educating everybody else who isn't like making them see. You, like, what are you about to say? I need you to be aware of something. Wait, wait! Before you say that, because I feel like you're about to say <laughs> something funny. No, yeah, because yeah, no, because like. Okay, my bad. I saw something the other day and it was like, oh shit, like, it, you know, really, it, it made me think about something like, damn, I'm insane, it's all wrong. And it was like, it, it was it was on Twitter and it said, my ancestors were not slaves, they were en- they were enslaved, please read that again. And then, um, someone, you know, someone said, a professor at Grambling taught me to stop using the term slaves when referring to our ancestors because it places the responsibility of enslavement on them. 
he said to use enslaved because mm. it places the responsibility on the oppressors. And I was like, damn, that's, that's that, just a fact. That just that just hit me different, and I will and I will act accordingly. No, that's that was that was that was that was some shit. I saw that. I was like, fuck. I was like, damn, you are like shit. You are right. Like Tommy. we yeah. we weren't slaves. We were enslaved because the white people took us from Africa. You see, when you use that those type of like that type of verbiage and that type of terminology, it resonates with people when they hear it and it hits their brain a little different. Nah, for real, like. And that, I don't know why it made me think of like Black Panther, but I really, I don't think people really understand like how dope that movie is, like that movie was, and like for people who don't know who Ryan Coogler is, he's the director and he's from Oakland, and yo, well his first film was uh, Fruitvale Station about Oscar Grant, and everything that he created about like Black Panther and Wakanda, like yo, that shit was really dope. And, like, had so many meanings, like, placed in it. And I know a lot of people, like, just was looking at it for, like, the action. And, like, yes, it was an all-black cast. But there were so much more, like, meanings and things that he was alluding to in there. But, yeah, I know. No, nah, it was fire. I know that's off topic. Nah, black, that's not off nah, it's, it's, it's all good. We can go wherever we want. We're just two dudes chilling right now. We're talking. Nah, but, so like, I, yo, I mean, it, it was really, it was really, you know, really crazy to think about it. Like, I forgot what I thought about. Like the other day, like, cause you know, obviously when motherfuckers were enslaving us, everybody, the rest of the world was just going on. Like what, what made them like, and it was one of like a high thought, but like why Africa? Like, why did they come to Africa? And then like, you know what? All of them are going to be slaves. And then the whole of Europe, and then the whole of Europe was just like, yeah, they slaves. I have an answer to that. What? It's actually extremely simple. Um, it was easy for them to look at the darker skin and dark people and black people as an inferior thing just because they didn't like the color of their complexion. So if they're going to do it to anybody, they'll do it to them. I mean, they didn't only, first of all, only black people were not the only enslaved people, by the way. Yeah. There's mad people of all races that were enslaved. So there's a big the only difference in, in, in black enslavement and other race enslavement is our enslavement involved a massive amount of abuse. You know, yeah. our black enslavement was was not just like, hey, you're a slave and you work for me and that's what you do. It was like, you know, rape, murder, and you can't be educated. First of all, the American slave trade, the American slave trade is probably um, the worst. It is the worst. That's what, that's what actually other people from other countries will always look at the American slave trade as the worst because we're the only ones who were... See, this is where people don't realize we're the only ones who did not want our slaves to be able to read, did not want them to be able to write, did not want them to be educated, did not want them to be happy, wanted to abuse and torture them. That wasn't everybody. Every 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 slave-owning nation did not participate in it the way we did mm-hmm. at all. We did we they the slaves of our time, you know, was rape. I'm sure other people was raping their slaves, but and probably not at the numbers that America were. We were raping our slaves. They were raping our slaves here. They were they were just extremely abusive here unnecessarily. And in other countries, they look at American slave trade like, wow, those, those motherfuckers are nasty savages. Bro, listen, let me tell you something. Americans for a long time, old school Americans, if you, le- if you do some history research, I used to be into history a little bit more. We have for a very long time have been looked at as savages. 
um, especially ever since we left the British a long time ago, right? Other countries respected their their animals and respected their animals that helped them grow as a nation and, and was a part of their culture. When Americans came here, we slaughtered the buffalo. We killed horses as well. And, there were, and people would look at us like, why would you guys kill the animals that help you guys travel and do all these things? Like, we're just, we just, our history, our old history was disgusting. We we're disgusting people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see what we do to Native, what we did to Native Americans. We were disgusting people. You know what I mean? Like, that's right. why. No, I think right. it's because we were darker and it was easier to hate us. And I think, I think as a Haitian, I always attribute this back to my heritage because my, my, my personality, yo, I'm one nigga that can never be stuck. I can never be in a position where I feel chained, stuck, and not find a way to make shit happen or, or, or hustle my way to a better position. Or if I fuck up, I delete my fuck ups and move on and, and grow because I'm Haitian, bro. We are, we are the first unslaved nation. We was never with that chain shit. We was never with that massive shit. We're not with that. I don't come from, I don't, I mean, yeah, I do come from that in a long line of things, but in a, less in a medium sized line of things. I don't come I don't come from that shit. Like nah. We wasn't with that. So with that being said, they do that shit because we was black, we was darker than them and it just felt more convenient for them to do it to us. And, and they all agreed on it. For sure. And then and it they made, was all on one island, nigga. They was all on one island. It was all in Europe. Yeah the crazy shit is that like when you start thinking about if you truly sit down and think about all the history that less social studies and shit that we learned in school like bro like you don't hear anything about black people during the medieval times <laughs> like it wasn't there nigga we was around so where were the black people all during these times like okay two, I have two answers to that like I'm saying an, obviously double answer I have two answers I have two answers okay one one they would not they would not want us to be recognized. So the best way to not recognize us is to, is to not mention us at all. Mm-hmm. One and two, we probably wasn't there as much as you think. As much as you think, and I even if we were, they just. Which I, just, I, just actually, I don't I think, think we back. were there. I think, I think one, we were I think still. One attributes. I think we were in Africa. Like obviously, we were clearly in Africa, but yeah, to, that's what I'm saying. To, to just to leave us out the entire fucking history like, as if we wouldn't like yo when you really sit and think about it bro it's weird right no. you learned about Hitler like four times <laughs> yo bro no it's fucking nuts like when you really sit and think about it like they taught you you know Egyptians and you know they breeze over that shit niggas learned about Attila the Hun and the Chinese and Rome and all this shit but like listen but, true true white people true True white people. I'm not talking about this, this the white people who are not not like racist and so like. I'm talking about those back in the day, old school, thoroughbred whites. They, as much as they claim, you know, they hate evil, whatever the case is, they fucking respect the shit out of somebody who can kill massive amount of people, take over land, and then build a whole fucking nation out of dictatorship and dominance and, and and they love dominance like dominance is their motherfucking thing you know how we just know how to dance they just want to know how to dominate shit like these motherfuckers they took yo this guy hitler is supposed to be a bad guy this nigga is basically fucking treated like a guy we supposed to respect they done taught us this nigga's life story mm-hmm. so many times 
like like so many fucking times. You know, I don't even know why I know about Napoleon, my nigga. Matter of fact, I know about Napoleon, the French the French um leader who ruled, right? Because he was and the fiercest. I didn't even learn general. Yes. And... Yes. Yeah. I didn't even learn about this nigga in French class. Like, <laughs> I didn't even learn about this. I did not even learn this nigga when I took class in high school. It was a French class. I did not even learn about him there. I learned about him in our school curriculums, uh, history. Okay, and then they made me learn that shit. And this whole time, you don't even realize it, but they are teaching you information that, and they are just completely neglecting the black race completely. Yeah. And I think... when they talk about the Spanish race, they talk about Spain as if the entire Spanish existence in other forms in other countries don't exist. Yo, it's crazy. It's crazy until like I got you know when when um when I was at Stony and I had to take a uh, uh race and slavery in Latin America back in like you know the fourteen hundred like yo that the, there was all this stuff going on that everybody negates like they don't talk about Africans in Mexico they don't talk about like like the misconceptions of Brazil you know Brazil has the second highest African population in the world outside of Africa nope nope like. Because when nope. when the U.S. and everybody stopped importing slaves, they kept they kept importing slaves, and then they went through a phase of whiteness of whitening when they were trying to like mix the the native Indians, mix the white people with the black people to lighten out the race because there were so many black people there. So that's why yeah, you... people think Brazilians are these fair skinned people that you only see on the coast. But if you go up a couple blocks back into the favelas, everyone is fucking black. You know, it's a real, the quickest realization of that. Watch the fucking world cup. Look at how <laughs> all of them are fucking black. Yep. And you know what too, man? Like, do you have any friends or any relationships with people that are from out the country? Out the country? Like where? Like, just, just, that just don't live in the U S you have friends that just don't live in the U S yeah, I got friends from like Canada, and uh, I have like a couple old teammates from overseas. So I have I have a couple of friends that are that are not domestic people. They're not from the U.S. Mm-hmm. and and a couple of them still don't live here right now. So their persona and their ideas and thoughts and mind and the way they interpret things and the way they see America and the way they see the world. Haven't you realized it's very different than what you thought was the way of thinking? Like, yeah. haven't you realized, like, like their thought, the way they think about America and the way they think about the world, is very fucking different. I mean, on a very basic level, right? I'm gonna, I'm just gonna sound stupid, but it just is even because it's simple. So it's a very simple example, but on a very basic level, Americans will have you think Amer- football is the most important sport in the world. Yeah, and no, it's obviously, clearly, and extremely obviously soccer, right? But Americans will convince you soccer ain't shit. <laughs> not dead ass. Living, living, being born and raised in America, you will think, I mean, not so much today, because now we're more educated today, but a little bit back in the day, you would have been raised to think soccer ain't shit. Meanwhile, soccer is the biggest shit of all shits that exists in that realm. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, that's just a very stupid small example, but that is, it still is an accurate example of how people from the other countries in the world and people who travel 
their mindsets and their thought process on actual worlds and, and what's going on, especially in America, it's very different. And to me, it's very interesting. Like, I'd like to listen to them talk and hear what they got to say, because you're hearing an outside point of view, because, you know, we're supposed to believe that, you know, we're in the best country in the world and this is everything's the best here. But the more educated you get, the more, you learn and more some shit. the more and more you like, oh, this is fucking pull bullshit. And like now, yeah. like now that you're, you know, like clearly you're aware you're somebody who's conscious and, and, and uh, uh, you know, woke to these things. Like now it's like, all right, well, do you push for a curriculum change? Like, and I think a lot of people are, a lot of people are woke and privy to this information. They just don't push for it. Like, how could you? It's, it's like as adults, we have to relearn everything. There are so many people that don't know about like just you know black history or history in general like they'll tell you know, that's like they'll tell you all these things and then now you have to break yourself down as an adult out of school and rebuild yourself with new information that's why you know that's why there's something that i want and it's because i've seen it from a distance other some other people have it but it is something that i really want and it just looks it looks very peace of mindish one thing i do want i want to own property outside the country i don't know what country i want to own in maybe in africa somewhere maybe somewhere i can get to a little quicker than that in the caribbean maybe haiti maybe who cares right all i know is there's something very special to me anyway where like you have a property and a life and a community not a community but like maybe some people who know you but something outside of this that always reminds you like i could just leave here and go there and say fuck like i don't need this american mentality this american shit it's an option for me you know what i'm saying like i could go out and go live in this country and just live good over there i like that i really like that something i'm attracted to i'm gonna i gotta get another property in a different in a different country nah i mean like that would, that would be dope like you know like i, I just think that <laughs> it was crazy because like i was talking to you know, my mom about it the other day, just like, cause sometimes you gotta have real conversations about real shit. And I, and we, we had this conversation on the podcast about it. Like everybody wants to close this gap of the wealth inequality gap in our, in our distance between us and, you know, whites and everyone else. Right. But mm-hmm. if you stay in the same, if you don't have the buying power of, and and just the command to infiltrate these comp- companies and become prominent black figures in black families that make a lot of money. If you are unwilling to do so because you want to do what you want to do, then we will always this gap will always remain. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you you can't have you know like everyone has to strive for the best paying jobs, regardless of if you want to do it or not, because it like at the end of the day, like I'm just saying at the end of the day, how else are you going to bridge this gap? You can't bridge this gap by hopes and wants. That's not true. I don't think that, I don't think that last sentence you just said is true because I, I think, I think I don't have to strive for the best job if I don't want the best job, because I think I just need the best paying job. My, no, I, and I don't always have to do that. How? I just need to adjust because depending on what I want has to coincide with what I'm living but, with as. But, like, for example, I can't want a fucking big-ass house and not have the best job available. 
then I'm going to have a bad day. For sure. I'm going to be in a but shitty situation I'm, with a lot of failed dreams and a lot of failed goals. Uh, I'm talk- but if I want this, go ahead, get my phone. I'm saying I'm talking in the sense that you are going to be fiscally responsible, and but you also understand that you need to have enough have a job that's a high paying job in order like and it doesn't have to be in the forefront but in the background you know that our the work that I'm doing all this work that I'm putting in is going to leave my legacy a lot further ahead in the race and black people in general leave them ahead because now you know because of my ancestors and predecessors who were here before didn't have these opportunities to even make this type of money, let alone even have a job in this building or in this field. You know what I'm saying? Like people, people didn't, people didn't have the opportunity to even do these, do these things. Like, and that is why we like, and everything was infringed upon us, upon us growing up. And I mean, growing up in just our history throughout the U S to where like, they want us to have fucking crumbs and they still want us to have crumbs. So you have to change that. You can't stay and continue to do the same jobs that aren't paying what they need to pay for us to get ahead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I feel it. I feel it. So, like in the in the background, yes, it, is it something that people want to hear? No, because you know you don't want to do what you know, like uh, what's it called? You you want to have the option to do whatever makes you happy. But you know what? Like a lot of Caribbean parents, they don't. They just said, yo. Nah, you're going to be a nurse. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. Like, and look, I think niggas need to change their happy, though. But, like, but what, look look at like, where that took them, though. Look at all the opportunities that it's provided. Like, a lot of Caribbean parents, if you sit back and look, yo, they worked hella fucking hard in jobs that made a lot of money to send their kids to private school to better them. To, like, give you like a baton Caribbean parents, to better you. Caribbean parents is different. Fuck, actually, I can't even say Caribbean parents. Pardon me. Minority parents are fucking different, bro. My nigga, could you imagine being in a motherfucking country, living there, knowing all the stores, knowing all the towns, knowing all the gas stations, knowing everybody, knowing all the schools, knowing everything, and then you're going to leave your country to go pop off in a whole different country where you don't even fucking know anybody mm-hmm. and build and start from zero and scratch up and build up? Bro, that's a mindset that I think Americans have no idea but, what it's like to tap into that part of your mind. Nobody, no American ever has to even think like that. But like, they, that's a different type of strength that you just gotta respect. They did it for different. the betterment of their people, though. Like that's what I'm saying. Like they did it knowing for the better betterment of their people. A lot of them. That's a big. That's a big leap, though. And, but. We can do it. Like we can do it. It's not like it's hard. Like we have more opportunity and choice. Well, we can do what? Well, we can do what? What are you saying right now? Focus, we can do what? focus on getting high-paying jobs in order to move our race collectively forward. You cannot oh, do. That's what you're saying. You cannot. You, you you cannot do so from the bottom. If you look every as, as much as everybody wants to say it's a democracy, it's really not. If you look at all the top earners in the country, you look at the people with money. They fucking dictate what goes on. Yo, Rashad, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. This is going to answer what you're saying right now. What's up? Cause I, but everybody's not like us. When's the last time you've been broke? Uh, a couple years. This is an important question. Like probably like right, four, so, five years ago. All right. So mentally, when you got, when you was broke, go back to that place for a second. When you was broke, and you was poor, or something happened, your shit was negative, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you know what you about to know what I'm talking about. I know you, bro. You know there was this very like aggressive but passionate spark lit in you because it was like, yo, I'm not about to go out. Like I'm not about to live like this. I'm about to turn the fuck up. I'm about to focus. I'm about to get it right. I'm about to do this, is that, and third. And then you went and you turned up, and here you are now. And that same thing has happened to me. Like when I'm back in the corner, when I'm broke, my mind goes into like my mind, soul, and just fucking everything just electrified. And I go into this mode where I'm like, I gotta get myself in a better situation right now and do what I gotta do. Now, Americans, the Americans you're talking about, we're in this weird place where we're getting just enough to be upset but not enough to be into desperation mode where we're like now we need to fucking turn up and do and get this shit done Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah you're saying we can we can elevate but it's hard to elevate because it's like it's kind of like a bad it's like it's kind of like a bad relationship like every time the girl's like fucking mad and the nigga wants to be nice to her and then every time that like you know what i mean like yeah it's that it's that weird energy it's that weird energy pull that I feel like they have one of us, and that's, and they know they have that on us because they give us these like very like, okay, we'll give you a thousand dollars, we'll give you twelve hundred dollars, so you can make it for a little while, but then you'll be broke again. But right when you're about to be broke again, we'll give you a little bit more because you're getting paid again, and you give like it's like all these little like it's like a little like here, here a little bait here, here, here. But we're never gonna give you the big fish until you want the big fish. But sometimes to want the big fish, you gotta have nothing. You gotta be broke. You gotta be you got to be down and out and then that shit light a fire up under you and then you're like all right i gotta make shit happen but nobody can get a fire lit because we just keep getting quick fixes no you're right we keep getting quick fixes at the t- but at the same time like there are plenty there are plenty of us who you have examples on how to move forward you have examples on like you trying to be like yo you know what like i i need to i need to get ahead and i've seen somebody do it before and yo let me let me push push for like push forward like look the the stuff that we're doing when we talk to people and we're doing stuff like that helps spread to everyone else you know what i'm saying because like you're not bottlenecking you know millennials are the minority millennials that need to hear the stories and things that we've been through on the way up you know what i'm saying Otherwise, yeah. otherwise you could just be the person like, well, I fucking made it out. I got my money, like whatever. You, know, you figure it out on your own, like I did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I feel it. I feel it. But um, on another note, earlier I was trying to ask you a question. Yeah, you tried to neglect me. Nah, because yeah. like you was like you was. I forgot what you were talking about earlier, but one of your boys was wilding. One of your soldiers, somebody, somebody you love, big soldier. One of your boys, man. Uh, who? I seen a video. Your boy Boozy was talking about he got his little thirteen year old kid head by a grown ass woman and shit. No, he's, he's that's what he's fucking. He's trying to set the tone because he's trying to set the tone and trying to set the energy for his son <laughs> to be a macho man. I guess you know uh, that shit. You know, man. You, know, you know that's not healthy. No, it's not. That's just not good. Like you can't, you can't be doing no shit like that. Like you fucking wilding. Yo, do you think having so me and some other people were talking about this the other day? Do you think having like when like because like I'm, I started my sex life early. Do you think when like people have sex, well not people, when boys have sex too early, it traumatizes them, but they don't realize it, or they stuff it, or they bury it. Uh... Like a thirteen year old getting head, 
a 13 year old getting head from a grown ass woman you don't think that's um from a grown ass woman think, i think you it's, don't think that's unhealthy for him I, th- I think it is because like it's not somebody of your peers and like you know it may lead them to believe that they oh look at me i'm you know I'm messing with older women or whatever, and it's just like, nah, she took advantage of you. Same way, like, like we said with the with the the girls when we in high school and they talking to motherfuckers that's like in college and they're proud of, yeah, my boyfriend is 24, and you and like in high school we sitting there like, yeah, what the fuck, this old motherfucker talking to this girl, and then like when you get of age, you like, son, that motherfucker was a creep, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that same type of like train of thought yo yeah yeah no, no uh, i'm hearing you i'm hearing you yeah. yeah no i'm just i'm absorbing what you're saying nah, but bro. He, like, but he yeah he's wilding like you shouldn't have to force it you know at all like if you listen you raise your child and you you know they how they turn out is how they turn out someone created a bad cycle of just disrespecting women or oh, just not, i'm sorry not disrespecting women but not just not having respect for women and just him just trying to overcompensate now because he got involved in some shit that he wasn't ready for. Sure. That's what I think is going to happen. You know what I mean? Well, I, was about to ask but, um, I was about to ask you a real question that was going to be very... Well, was, but very, to ask me about what the... Very po- well, about problematic. About the quarantine 15? No, no. I was, it was about to be very problematic, but I was like, ah, oh, hold off. Yeah, nah. <laughs> it's about to be problematic. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. You're no, I actually rather you just ask that. Fuck that. Don't be PG. We ain't, we ain't really we, come on. We gonna have it with the PG shit. Nah, on. but like in this in this day and age, like, do you feel that the media and society is trying to remove, like, uh, how can I say, like gender gender roles and gender stereotypes? Like, um, so like, you know, yeah, like but, if you, when, when you were a child, like, you know, you know, oh, I mean, like my mom, like you'd be like man up or be a man or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, they're definitely trying to remove that, but I don't think it's for the reasons that some people think some people think it's for, I think it's because I think it's because. I think it's for profit. I don't think it's like people think it's like, oh, they're trying to demasculinize and trying to do this and do that. And it's like, nah, I think they just see a, they see a bag. Like for like, yo, bro, the only way Hollywood and media, they move on bags, bro. Listen, when it was popular for women to be leads because that was trendy and profitable, every fucking movie that came out those two years was all women leads. And, uh, and, and, and every movie that came out, the guy was dumb or had to ask the woman how to get it done, and the woman saves the day. The fucking um, Hunger Games. It was the year Hunger Games came out. Hunger Games, um, Star Wars. Um, like, it was a whole train of movies that came out where it was just, like, all females get it popping, females all these now, because males have always been dominant. Because that was profit at the time. Same thing with Black Panther, just so you know. In the same time Black Panther came out, you mentioned Black Panther, but why you did, I wasn't going to say this, but... I mean, I guess a profit move. Like they invested in, they were cool with Ryan Coogler doing his thing now because they saw what Black Dollars was able to do. And then not only, not only were they right, and not only did Ryan Coogler eat, but look, they, I mean, they saw what's up. They saw the investment. Like they, they run everything like an investment machine. Yo, what are Black Dollars gonna return on investment right now? 
That's why they can't do something like that's why right now they could release Spawn. If they wanted to, Rashad, they could just release Spawn right now and we all go go see Spawn because Black Dolls is different now. They're releasing candy that Black Dolls is different now. It's not just some pennies, it's real now. So now there's value in it. And that's how that's how they measure it. They measure it by profit. It's not measured by by like for example, I was telling Brandon right a while ago. Mm-hmm. A while ago, every single program on TV will throw in gay shit, even when it has nothing to do with anything. If there's two gay characters and the gay characters are doing gay things and it has to do with the actual show that I'm watching, fine, who cares? They wrote gay gay characters in the show and it makes sense. My nigga, I've watched multiple shows where there'll just be like a gay scene and it's just like mad graphic and it's just mad unnecessary. It has nothing to do with anything. And I'm like, all right, this is not homophobic to say this. I'm going to say it because it's not homophobic. As a gay person, if you're gay, and you should be offended by that because it's very obvious. They're just trying to throw bait at y'all to get y'all dollars and get and get y'all like y'all views and to make y'all think that they fuck with you just because they're doing that. Like, no, they're just doing that to get those those gay dollars in because there's gay dollars. Mm-hmm. Like, there's gay dollars. I know that sounds I know that sounds stupid, but there's gay dollars. Like, they know that there's a whole audience of support and people who are also not gay who support who will buy into gay shit. So they just be throwing little gay things. Everything's about profit. They just measure everything like an investment company. It's all about profit. So they don't care that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't care enough to want to say, oh, they're trying to demasculine demasculine the black man. And, oh, they're trying to... No, they're not. Just right now, black dudes being silly and goofy is what's profitable right now. When it was... When black dudes being thugged out was profitable, that's what they was into. True. How do you feel... Oh, go ahead. Go finish, finish, finish. Now finish. No, I'm just saying, like that's they're, they're just into whatever is profitable, man. Whatever it is, they don't care. Whatever we do, whatever whatever we society decides to say they're down for. That's why we don't even realize how much power we have. We control what goes on. Everything we control what's on TV. We control. They don't control. We control. We just let them think they're controlling it, but in reality, we control. It's just that we don't have control over ourselves as a unit. If consumers all look at themselves on the same team, we would control everything that fucking happens, but we can't control ourselves, which is why we can't grasp the real control on them that we have. They just cater to us. They don't they don't they don't fucking do anything. Those type of people you're talking about who are like um who are trying to, you know, create these things to expose these things, mm-hmm. they don't control us. They're just trying to deliver what they think we'll react to and and create profit for them so we're giving them hints and giving away all our cards and showing our cards face up on what we're going to be feeling right now so they say okay that's what they're feeling let's give them that let's give them that let's give them that you know what they love that they love the show with the fucking dumb husband and then the fat dumb husband and the comedy where he's just dumb and the wife is so smart, but they keep on fighting and making up. They like that right now. So let's give them the Kevin James show. Let's give them Family Guy. Let's give them every single show that came out in that era with a fat husband and a fat dumb husband and a smart wife who was stern. That's what they did because they know what y'all, they know what niggas want when they want. It's, it's data. It's, it's paying attention. They know what y'all want. Right now we want. Right now what we want. What we want right now, Rashad. We want educated black shit. So guess what we getting. We getting educated black shit. We getting we getting accolades now for what we want, but we gotta prove that's what we want. And as a society, when we show them what we want, they have to deliver. That's the only way they get paid. So we really have the power. We just don't know. 
Talk your shit. Talk your shit. Facts. King. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just out here having a conversation. It's just factual conversation, nonfiction, man. Nah, I feel you, man. That's all. I'm fucking with it. For real. I mean, ever since, ever since, like, ever since this quarantine shit, I've been having some time to think. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yo, yo, some real shit though. Look. Speaking of like what we were just talking about, uh, you saying like, do you think that they have that kind of influence and do they do they set this up? I 100% believe they do. I think for a very very long time, in every aspect of the world, we've been prepared. They've been preparing us for a world of um, automation, automation, and just digitalization, digitalization of everything, like currency, um, going to stores. Now we have a we have a, a, a digitalized version of concerts. We have we have a way of digitalizing everything, and I think for years and years and years they've been trying to like convert us. But now because of coronavirus, got a little fast forwarded. It got fast forwarded. Like now we have to digitalize everything a little bit more to the point where we're living in a world where I think we're living in a world where almost everything is going to be digitalized except going to the park and and you know a couple of things. No, I don't know if that's the world we want to live in. I mean, you're right. I mean, we getting there for sure. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it, you know, we'll see how it flows. But yeah, man, listen. Another week in the books. We here. Are you here? Cause you just are you fucking high or something? You drunk? I'm here, nigga. I'm not high. I don't smoke. Oh, okay. I'll just make sure you know. Make sure you was good. If you know, you know. <laughs> you already know. If you know, you know. Nah, but thank I you. I got more. I got, I got. I got a lot of shit to talk about, bro. To fucking write it down, bro. Write it down. I got this quarantine. I don't got to write nothing down, bro. It's all natural. I got this quarantine fifteen. I gotta drop. <sighs> I mean, listen, you got You gotta have enough time. We ain't going outside no time soon. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, how to get a how to gonna take the summer away? Come on, son. That's not right. Uh-huh. They're gonna take the summer. Then they, shit, you better get you a uh, what's it called? You better start building. We waited all winter for the summer. I know you better start take it. building a pool in your fucking pool. Nah, honestly, this shit happened at the fucking perfect time. Because if this shit happened to the summer, then we a lot of motherfuckers, more than eighty thousand people, would be dead right now. That's true. So that's true. It would be way fucking worse right now. So. Yeah, man, listen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the If You Know You Know podcast with your host Rashad and your host Young Demo. Um, definitely, please leave us a rating in the Apple Podcast uh, app. Search for us, share us, subscribe, you know what I'm saying? Please, come on, come on, come on, people. Yeah, by the way, one last thing I want to say before I leave. Okay. Um, rest in peace to Ahmaud Arbery. Yes. I got into a Facebook argument regarding this situation today by accident. Oh man! Somebody just somebody just some Spanish person just said something stupid, and and it just it just triggered me, so I responded. But yeah, you know you know what's up. You know what's up. I need to stop playing this game like right where I act like I don't know what's up. It's embarrassing game. and it's sad. Like get out here searching for reasons to justify the unjustifiable. Like I already know. I already seen what y'all saw. Like yo, you know what? Even if y'all added all the bullshit that y'all trying to find, it still doesn't justify it. So what the fuck is going on? But I'm not even gonna get into it. 
For sure. You know what I mean, I'll yeah, look to it. I mean, one thing that you can that you can monitor closely is that like I I walked in um I walked in my mom's house and I was just looking I was on the news zone and shit and in, apparently in Farmingdale this rookie cop killed his best friend as they was fighting and shit and then killed him shot him in the head and yes if you're wondering it was white on white crime mm-hmm. so now I really want to see what's gonna happen because it's an unarmed unarmed citizen and shot and killed by a white person but the but the victim is white so i really want to see how this is going to play out <sighs> i ain't even heard about it because you it already know li- how that goes literally just a couple hours ago so like i know it's fresh oh so maybe that's why so yeah. maybe that's why yeah so but that's why listen tune in next week you know we out here in the bag another mm-hmm. episode you heard you you want to know what the post was that got me in what I'll tell you, it's my boy Gene who posted it. So the post was my boy Gene. He posted. You ready to hear it? I'm ready. He wrote, "Have to ask white people, what are you doing to raise your kids so they don't kill mine?" Right. Uh-huh. It's obviously, a, it's obviously a triggering post. And some guy comments, a little bit racist, can't be accurate when your question is generalized for white people. And anyway, I'm not going to read all of this, but it's going to fast forward into a very, 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 very interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's a very interesting question because it is triggering, but it actually is a real concern. My homegirl, Justine, in the comments, she wrote, one thing she wrote that I never thought about was, Let's see if I can find it real quick. She, no, I'll just, I'll just paraphrase. She basically said, you know, a whole bunch of things to this gentleman, and then she then responded. I mean, then she then closed it by saying, I have to have a conversation with my son, a conversation you'll never, ever have to have, and that's what you don't understand. And that shit just hit me like, oh, shit. She's right. Like, I think, I, like, I never thought about that before, but I think she's right. Like, there's a conversation you got to have with your kid as when he obviously when he reaches a certain age, yeah. but when he's a black teen, there's a conversation you gotta have with him that other races don't have to have with their son. No, that's a fact. Like a lot of people don't have but to have never that conversation. Think of that. That's weird as fuck. Like you never think like imagine this, right? You gotta have this weird, awkward conversation about death and and possibly your son doing i don't know what you're going to tell him but doing something in a certain way where it doesn't encourage somebody to kill him for some nonsense in his mind it's probably gonna be like wait what what are you talking about but in reality that's just something that everybody doesn't even get like that's a weird conversation that you would have to have with your kid no that is as a minority in this country you have to have a conversation with your child to let them know like you know to make them aware of their skin color and it's a conversation that you don't want to have but like you have to have it because at a certain point in life, shit, you can't even say at a certain p- point in life because they're killing little kids. They killed Tamir Rice. Like, he was 12 years old. So That's true. That's true. But these people are dying out. Maybe by the time I can get older, you know, I'll worry about that. Because these, 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 the, the, I was about to say the new white people, a lot of white people don't be about none of this negative shit. Just be still fucking rotten people who've been raised by the people who were rotten before them who'll be about this shit, you know? You gotta give 
Get the white people their flowers too. I went to a Black Lives Matter. Uh, Black, I didn't. I'm sorry. I accidentally went to a Black Lives Matter rally one time in the city, mm-hmm. and there was no black people in it. <laughs> hey, listen, they it was it was all it was all white people. So you gotta understand, like every all these we all white people really not like that, but they gotta speak the fuck up against what's not right when some shit go down they can't be doing that whole silence or well maybe nah if you're doing well maybes or silence or anything other than just acknowledging what the fuck just happened then fuck you because there was a white dude on a video i know i don't know if you saw this video and then we can close out there was a white dude um video i think this was real and i think this was exactly the the kind of energy we needed it was a white man running in a neighborhood a, a white neighborhood with no shirt on and a TV. Did you see that? No, I didn't see it. Okay, so he's running with a no shirt on and a TV in a white neighborhood and recording himself. He's going for a run like that. And then he said, you see this? This is white privilege. I can do this and I can confidently say nobody will stop me and nobody will bother me. And his whole message was basically saying, look, why am I not being assumed I'm not stealing this TV? He was really, he was dead ass holding a flat screen TV while he's going for his run. He was like, why am I not being assumed that I stole this TV in this neighborhood? And if that was a black kid, he would have definitely been, the cops would have been called. He said, nobody's going to call the cops. Nobody's going to bother me. I'm going to be just fine. And obviously he was right. But imagine if a black kid was running in the neighborhood with a TV on his arm, no shirt on, and would cops be called? Well, would there be an issue? And I'm just going to leave it with that because you already know what's up. Word. Now you already know. Listen, if you know, you know. And if you don't, if you know, you know. If you closing out. Closing out.